very warm welcome to a very insightful and informative podcast from the Meldroad platform. This is Nishant Malhotra, your host discussing a special social impact story on biodiversity. In today's education podcast, I will share an overview of the biodiversity sector, why preserving biodiversity sector is key to a more equitable future, its impact on the society observed through the financial sector, is impact on the society observed through the financial sector, sustainable finance tools, metrics used to measure the impact of human interaction and policies on nature conservation and restoration. Recently, the middle road became a member of the European Union business at the rate biodiversity platform. It's a global thought leading platform enabling social change and impact within the biodiversity ecosystem. Middle road is a thought leadership terminal blending media and edtech for a more equitable and sustainable future. Resources of reference is are mentioned and some of the reports are Finance for Biodiversity Guide on Biodiversity Measurement Approaches, Positive Impact Finance for Business and Biodiversity, EU's Biodiversity Strategy for 2030 among others. This particular podcast focuses a lot on EU strategy although there is an example from the US as well. So why is biodiversity so important? And what do you mean by first what the term biodiversity? Biodiversity is defined as the diversity of species, variation of genes and different ecosystems. It's a term used by the Convention on Biological Diversity, CBD. A million species are under threat of extension based on World Economic Forum. More than 50% of the world's global GDP are dependent on nature and exposed to the risk of alteration of the natural habitat. This analysis forms the bedrock of the importance of nature for the social development of humanity. International Monetary Fund World Economic Output Database October 2021 estimates global GDP for selected countries to be $95.6 trillion approximately. These are 2021 figures. According to the World Bank, National Accounts Data and OECD National Accounts Data Files, the top five countries in 2020 included the United States, China, Japan, Germany, and United Kingdom. Combined GDP was approximately $52.2 trillion, which accounted for 55.2% of the world GDP, global GDP, whenever I'm talking about world GDP. Inequitable distribution of National wealth shows the increasing responsibility of few nations to drive the sustainable development agenda. Based on a report by the Business for Nature and ICC, nature-based transition could lead to $10 trillion in business opportunity, creating 395 million jobs by 2030. The pandemic has shown the importance of preserving nature for bettering human response to the well-being of society. One of the major reports to be published on the economic impact on this subject matter is Das Gupta's The Economics of Biodiversity, the Das Gupta Review. The above analysis underpins the importance of biodiversity, both social and economic importance to the world. United Nations Conference on Environment and Development, popularly known as the Rio Earth Summit, started the Convention on Biological Diversity on 2nd May 1992, where the adoption of the agreed text of Convention on Biological Diversity took place. Proliferation of worldwide drive towards sustainable development led to an accelerated focus 
towards facilitating policies for engaging thought leadership for biodiversity. In words of CBD, when we are talking about, it represents a dramatic step forward in the conservation of biological diversity, the sustainable use of its components, and the fair and equitable sharing of benefits arising from the use of genetic resources. Looking at the enormity of the social and economic problem, multiple actors came together to work out a comprehensive plan to develop a framework for understanding positive biodiversity impact within the financial parlance. To devise policies, measure social and economic loss, multiple actors like policymakers, social impact practitioners, financial institutions and corporates need to understand the positive impact for financial institutions. Understand more about biodiversity and financial institutions. Let's look at Finance for Bio- Biodiversity Pledge Group. Finance for Biodiversity Pledge Group, launched by a group of six financial institutions on 25th September 2013, has grown to 84 members now. The members have a set minimum standards to achieve by 2024. Basically, in terms of preserving and reversing nature loss. Example, it could be collaboration among multiple actors within the business and social ecosystem, setting up targets, engaging with companies, assessing impact, and making the reports public should make the process more transparent. Positive impact finance is uh, defined in UNEPFI's positive impact finance manifesto as that which very frequently produces a positive impact on the economy society or the environment once any potential negative impacts have been duly identified and mitigated. Understanding of positive and negative net gain is the key to deriving biodiversity net gain. Measurement that incorporates environmental, social and governance aspects within the methodology to evaluate social impact. This forms the backbone for implementing investment strategies for financial institutions with biodiversity and natural habitat as central tenant for investing. Corporates could focus on increasing biodiversity gain from projects in CSR or innovating products or processes that can lead to a positive biodiversity gain. For example, prioritizing products or supplies of raw materials from the sustainable agriculture sector could be an example for any company which does that. Now, that is an example which should be fall within the topic covered. Biodiversity lies within the climate change agenda. Now, this could falling biodiversity would help to increase carbon storage through preservation and restoration of forestry. I discussed about example about mangroves. You could listen to the podcast with Alfredo Porto for a more nuanced overview of mangroves. This is an excellent discussion on this particular topic within the biodiversity team. Now, EU through its financial perspective program has started various programs to advance biodiversity. Example, whenever I'm talking about EU, I'm talking about European Union. Example is LIFE program. It shares grants within biodiversity, a common agriculture policy that finances green infrastructure, among others. Grants are donations that are part of concessionary or better philanthropic funding that focuses on social return rather than economic return and innovative manner of amplifying and crowding private sector capital for development projects is through blended finance.
Now, IFC, which is a world leader in driving private capital into the development sector, defines blended finance as the use of relatively small amounts of concessional donor funds to mitigate specific investment risk and read and help re rebalance risk reward profiles of pioneering investments that are unable to proceed strictly commercial terms. Structured as co-investments with private capital, the purpose is to fund sustainable development projects along with a financial return. Blended finance instruments vary across asset classes from equity, debt, risk sharing, or guaranteed products like first loss guarantee, wherein donor capital forms the first layer of loss of capital to absorb initial losses in a project or a program. This form of funding is de designed to fund projects targeting underserved or underprivileged sections of the society that otherwise do not attract capital due to market failures within the economy. Refer to online courses on the Middle Road, www.themiddleroad.org. Look at microeconomic modules to know more about market failures. Eco Business Fund is an excellent example of an entity using blended finance. Eco Business Fund provided technical and financial assistance to entities in Latin America, the Caribbean, and Sub-Saharan Africa. The fund focuses on sustainability in four economic sectors, agriculture and agri-processing, fishery and aquaculture, forestry and tourism. Financed by both public and private investors and donors, the fund uses concessionary and non-concessionary funds to, to fund target groups or intermediaries providing funding and technical assistance. For example, the fund provided a $30 million loan to an entity in Mexico to finance sustainable agriculture products. Since its launch in 2014, the fund has dispersed 430 million sub loans outstanding, financed 120,000 hectares under agroforestry systems, enabled 4.5 million cubic meters liters of water savings through water efficient technologies etc. There are a lot of other achievements. Come to blended finance now. Whenever, when I was talking about blended finance is an important aspect of sustainable finance. A riveting example in sustainable finance is the recent largest blue bond for ocean conservation issued by Nature, Zervency and Credit Suisse. The blue bond proceeds enabled TNC, which is a nature Conservancy, when we talked about, it's designated as TNC to provide loans to Belize government to retire outstanding euro bonds at a steep discount to the face value. Bonds are not doing good or there is a credit problem. They always trade as a discount to the face value. Bonds are fixed income or debt instruments that target marine and ocean-based projects. The structure of this financial instrument is more complicated and will be discussed at a later date. But an excellent read on the subject is Belize's big blue debt deal, at last a scalable model by Clemens Landers and Nancy Lee. To add on to the euro bonds, I use the word euro bonds. Euro bonds are external market bonds that are issued in a foreign currency underwritten by an international syndicate. An example is a euro dollar bond or a euro yen bond. The first euro bond was issued in 1963 by Otto Strait in Italy. 
to more to know more about euro bonds at debt markets refer to the online courses on the middle road www.themiddleroad.org come to the matrix used to calculate biodiversity footprint we will not go into detail but share an overview financial institutions use corporate loans listed and private listed equity corporate and sovereign bonds as asset categories corporate biodiversity footprint is calculated using mean species abundance matrix or msa effort to finance for biodiversity pledge for an in-depth understanding of various matrix msa measures the average of native species within a habitat compared to that in its original state it can be both relative and absolute take an example an msa measure of 70% means 30% of the original native species have been depleted over time msa could also be designated as a value within square kilometer of area other method known as potentially disappeared fraction uses regression analysis to understand the casual effect of pressure response variables for example the casual effect often increase in temperature by 1 degrees on biodiversity or the casual impact of the increase in carbon emission in parts per million by volume now although carbon dioxide is the benchmark for calculating carbon footprints gas like methane and nitrous oxide are even more harmful according to the global warming potential gwb which compares various greenhouse gas emissions in terms of potency measuring how much energy would one ton of a greenhouse gas absorb as compared to that of carbon dioxide Based on this parameter nitrous oxide which is n2o has gwb about 265 and 298 times that of carbon dioxide for a 100 year time scale this framework is used in biodiversity footprint financial institutions other framework known is star which is species threat abatement and restoration with with this i come to an end of this special session on biodiversity i thank you for listening more will be posted on the middle road platform so keep checking www.themiddleroad.org cheers and see you around this is nishant malhotra sole founder of the middle road platform a global thought leader enabling social change and impact for a better tomorrow have a good one